You're listening to the Full Phoenix Rising podcast. A church as a positive disruption for good. Episode one, Full Phoenix Rising. Okay, the first conversation is about uh, distributed energy grids or um, community micro grids. My thought is this, is that we're at a, we're at a place techno- with technology that you could effectively, if you have the finances, that's important, drop off grid on your home. So you can put uh, solar on your house with batteries. And for the most part, you could drop off grid. The thing is, is that you create most of your energy during the day and you then sell that energy back to an energy provider. They buy that at a discounted rate, but then they take that energy and they can sell that on the open market on the in Australia, the national energy market at a commercial rate. So this is my thought. There are 13,000 churches in Australia. Each one of those churches committed to putting a 10 kilowatt system on their church with a battery bank. You could create a 130 megawatt system, okay? If within that church, 10 people committed to putting 10 kilowatt systems on their churches, you could suddenly create a 1.3 gigawatt system feeding energy into the grid, What if then you connected all those churches as a not-for-profit energy provider that can now buy and sell energy on the commercial market at commercial rates? Would that disrupt the industry enough for there to be changes to the way we buy and sell energy? Because we're at a place right now where a consumer could effectively be off-grid which is also making energy prices really expensive. And that doesn't seem to make any sense. So you can see a whole bunch of different places where there are microgrids in effect. Brooklyn has a system that does this. I think it's, I've got my notes over here. So the Brooklyn microgrid does this. It's been in effect since 2016. In Australia, in uh, Pilbara, there's an area called Onslow. They have a distributed microgrid, a community microgrid that produces about 90% of the power for the people. Now, in fairness, Onslow is about 900 people, so it's not particularly big. But what's preventing you from making it scalable? If as a church, you made a decision to say, we're going to put on a battery bank, and a, a solar grid on our house and then network up with the local uh, people in your community, could you start there? And again, this is part of the, the, the challenge. I, I don't have a solution for this, but this feels realistic. I mean, the US total churches in the United States is 380,000 churches. Straight off the bat, that's a 3.8 gigawatt system. If each of those churches just put on a a, a 10 kilowatt system with a battery bank it's nothing you're not taking up any extra land any extra space any extra real estate but the whole purpose is is to disrupt the energy industry for good because in australia there's the national energy market and their goal is to figure out how much it actually costs you to create power and then the uh, percentage that you can have profit 
on top of that. And I'm saying if you were to just come in as a commercial energy provider with a 1.3 gigawatt system in Australia and say there's no profit, we are a charitable energy provider creating clean, renewable energy for people within Australia who need it and we're not interested in making a profit. Is that big enough to disrupt the industry? USA, 380,000 churches, a 3.8 gigawatt system. If 10 people in those churches did the same, it's like, what's that, 38 gigawatt system? 380 gigawatt system? It's enormous. It's an enormous amount of renewable energy into a system without taking up any additional real estate. You, you're putting solar panels on people's roofs and you're relying on battery banks. Could you not then partner up with solar panel providers to incentivize that to get a cost reduction on those solar panels? Could you not, you know, partner up with like an Elon Musk from Tesla and uh, buy batteries at a heavily discounted rate? Because you're now saying within Australia, we want uh, uh, three or four batteries for each of those 13,000 churches to store that energy and feed it directly to our community to help offset the power of that the, the maintenance of that grid then falls on the individual. So there shouldn't be uh, a cost to maintain the grid. And within Australia, we don't we have people like Ausgrid who actually maintain the infrastructure for that? If we were to break it down in the USA just for a city, um, Phoenix for me, I lived there for five years. It's nonstop suns, sunshine. You have 1,440 churches in Phoenix, just the city of Phoenix, um, you could effectively create a 14 megawatt system without too much work whatsoever. Not only that, there's a large population of larger churches with larger footprints. So you might be able to push that 10 kilowatt system out to a 100 kilowatt system, effectively creating that 1.4 gigawatt system solely based on Phoenix churches then designed to help offset the cost of power for a community. Does it work? Where does it fall apart? I mean, surely there's a place where energy providers find themselves coming to a day of reckoning because individual consumers could effectively drop off grid, in which case, doesn't this just become a commercial service? Where does this break down? How does this fall apart? The reason I say all of this is, is there new and creative expressions for the modern church where we can solve issues for people in new and creative ways? And in this one, it would be setting up a not-for-profit energy provider that does not need any additional real estate creating power at a charitable rate, being the first ever charitable solar energy provider. And we got footprints for how to make this happen. Onslow, you've got Brooklyn, uh, you've got uh, energy creators for indigenous communities in the USA, the Ranchera microgrid. Um, in India, they're doing the same thing. It feels like the simplest way that a church could get on the same page and do something extraordinary for their communities.
so my question is, where does this fall apart? Because it feels scalable. It feels like it could start with the church that I'm at right now. If we committed to putting on a large solar array on the roof of our properties with a battery grid and partnering up with people within our community, could we create a small scale version of this? How do we then buy and sell that at a commercial rate? Do we then have to become like a microgrid energy provider? In which case, what is the infrastructure that allows us to make that happen? Does this then benefit people in the community? Like if there was um, low socioeconomic people or, or people who just can't make ends meet right now because of the increased cost of living, could we then offset their power? Because the the reality is, is that church is, is sitting empty a couple of days a week right now, just generating power. So could we provide that as a service to our community what are the holes in this? What are the places where this is actually a reality? I mean, I don't want to just shoot it dead, but it just feels like the first step to something where you could completely disrupt an industry. Brand new energy provider. Ah, oh, here's 1.3 gigawatts of system that we, we, we can sell at commercial rates and distribute that to our people. What's your thoughts? Love to hear from you. Full Phoenix Rising, episode one. There it is, 10 minutes, something to ponder. All right, I'll catch you again soon.